The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're heading north of the border now, where residents in the town of Tobermore and Derry have removed a dual language sign in the town's park. DUP councillor Anne Ford has said that the people of Tobermore do not condone the Irish language or have any interest in it. Joining me now is editor of the Unionist Voice, Jamie Bryson, and uh, councillor Chris McCaffrey from Earn West. And Chris, let me start with you. This was a sign that was uprooted and replaced with uh, two union jacks. Were you surprised to see it happen? Absolutely, Anton. I mean, first of all, it's important to say this was a hate crime and the police are rightfully investigating it as such. Um, it's extremely disappointing to see this type of behaviour and it does not in any way, I don't believe it reflects the majority uh, view in, in that area. Do you think it was an unnecessary stirring of the pot given that it's a strongly unionist area and you could probably bet that putting an Irish language sign there might cause this kind of reaction? Well, just on that question, all I would say is that, it, first of all, it wasn't an Irish language sign. It's a dual language sign. And the policy in the uh, Mid-Ulster Council, um, that is the reflection of the policy, which is voted in by the elected representatives. Um, I don't think it's pr- proper to say that the Irish language belongs to one community or the other. It's a pre-Christian language. It's non-denominational. It belongs to every single person. And, of course, it has a unique relationship with um, the, pla- the townlands and place names and, indeed, the origins of most of our names. Um, you know, we take Tubbermore, for example, and Tubbermore, the big well. Without the Irish language, you wouldn't have the, the richness or the description of the area you live in. So it's just very important to say that. The council policy is there to promote the language. And in fact, Mid-Ulster Council is the most progressive and I would say it has the strongest language policy. Um Okay, well, let let me bring in Jamie Bryson just to get a response to that. Uh, Jamie, what about the, and as I should say, Jamie Bryson, of course, editor of the Unionist Voice. Um, Jamie, what about the irony of residents of a place that has an Irish name digging up a sign because it's in the two languages? Well, look, I think the the issue here is nationalism in Northern Ireland, particularly Sinn Féin, has politicised the Irish language and used it as a political weapon. It's been very much weaponised. So therefore, the imposition of this on a unionist community. And it's important to say that the political representatives of that community, those that that community elected the ballot box, have said said very clearly, this was not wanted, this was imposed without any consultation. So I'm not at all surprised that people took a very angry response to it, because it is an attempt to ratchet up pensions and impose upon a community something which they do not want. And it's all well and good, people from outside the unionist community saying, oh, the Irish language is for everybody. Um, oh, you you must embrace the Irish language. The majority of unionist communities do not want anything to do with the Irish language. But it is and an those, accepted those, precedent across Britain. Those those who do uh, want to celebrate the Irish language should be perfectly entitled to do so and have the absolute entitlement to do but that. But Jamie, what about but the fact that it is an accepted is, precedent across the rest of Britain? Well, for example, it's an accepted precedent across the rest of, of the United Kingdom and you can fly the union flag. Uh, whenever you want, it's not an exception. Okay, but let's not get into what about it. What about that? Can we return to that? Can we return to the issue that if you travel through Scotland, you see dual language signs. If you travel through Wales, you see dual language signs. And in neither of those countries do you have such a pressing need for reconciliation as you do in Northern Ireland. So surely Northern Ireland should be the main place you would see it. Well, there's a, Northern Ireland is obviously a contested space, and the language in, in Scotland and Wales is not a political weapon, has not been weaponized. The Irish language is, has been used as a weapon by uh, political nationalism, and that's probably unfair on many people who are just general uh, passionate about the Irish language and, and perhaps aren't trying to politicize it. But unfortunately, particularly Sinn Féin, who of course collapsed government for three years 
in order to use the Irish language as a political battering ram uh, to to have it imposed upon unionism. So so therefore, it is politically contentious. Okay, well, let me, let me ask a response from, from Chris on that one. Very briefly, if you would, Chris, that, that suggestion that this is a legacy of the Irish language having been used as a stalking horse for culture wars in Northern Ireland now for some years. Well, this all feeds into the untrue misconception that the language actually belongs to one community or the other. As I said, it is pre-Christian. It's non-denominational. The language can belong to every single person. But do you accept that it was politicised by the um, the nationalist side? I, I No, I don't believe so, because I think you can point to the unionist side and you could say the exact same thing. There have been agreements signed up to in government by unionist parties which weren't delivered. And then that was the reason for the stall in government. And we've seen this issue. It's come up time and time again. It really comes from a lack of understanding um, from that side that we need to really embrace this language. This is a language that could give us an opportunity to learn more about ourselves, to bring um, both parts of the community together. Um, you know, in fact, if you look back through the history of the Irish language, a lot of the preservation work that was done was carried out from people who were not of a Catholic denomination. And I know myself as an Irish language teacher and as someone who's conducted classes, particularly online during the COVID lockdowns, there were people who attended those classes who were not from uh, okay. my community and from and who... Unfortunately, really Chris, in the history of the language. Time is against us somewhat. We can't get into further detail on that. Um, Chris, thank you very much for coming on. That is Chris McCaffrey. Likewise, thank you very much to Jamie. Jamie Bryson, editor of the Unionist Voice and Councillor Chris McCaffrey, Irish language speaker, uh, teacher and uh, councillor in Earn West. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.